0: Hey guys, welcome to the Dead Set Legends podcast. I'm Gus Walland. I'm here with Jude Bolton and Wendell Saylor, and today we've got lots to cover, so let's get stuck into it. What a week it's been in in sport, and there's just so much controversy over where we're going to play the State of Origin match. It won't be in Melbourne, that last competition, which we will give away a little bit later in the show. It won't be in Melbourne. It's going to be somewhere else, and people are telling us, "Dell, it's going to be in
1: Townsville. Yeah. Now, that is just unfair. No, it's not. These are extreme times, and extreme measures need you to can't be taken. You have back-to-back matches in Queensland when it's New South
0: Wales versus Queensland. How's that not unfair?
1: Well, to be fair, this is supposed to be a match for that Queensland took to Melbourne anyway, or Victoria. But Melbourne couldn't get there, couldn't get it right. So I feel for the people down there; it's not their fault. But you know, to go to Townsville, I think it would be great for the game, great for rugby. Of course, league. you would because you're a Queenslander, and certainly <laughs> great for Queensland. And we're the current champions, so the reigning us. So come, at us. So, come uh, at us. so the NRL get a lot of things wrong, but I reckon they got this right. It's not confirmed yet, but they're the favourites at the moment. They
0: certainly are. And if we get any information through the show, we'll let you know. Jude, what sort of week has been in AFL as well? Because you're you're all over the shop. It's
2: been a crazy week in AFL, obviously with the lockdown in Victoria. I mean, the AFL had a CEO's conference during the week. They're all on dial in. Their their biggest concern at the start of the week was almost, how do we get to 100% crowds? Last night, we had zero crowds at the big uh, 1v2 clash, uh, the Western Bulldogs, Melbourne. The CEO of of Hawthorne had to get off the conference call and take his side, the Hawks, off the training track to pack their bags and go
0: interstate. It's been chaos. Time now to speak to this man.
3: Y'all know we came up for nothing and now we something. I wouldn't wanna know another if shit was popping. Who had my back when the whole world was against me? I'd rather ride with my dogs than in a Bentley. And when I'm cold the mug, they still be
0: Yeah, if you don't know who that is, it is Jermaine Tnewa Brown. He is the New Zealand Warriors player starting prop. 24 years of age, an absolute legend, played last night, boys. His hit song, Brothers, has had over 100,000 streams on Spotify and he is very kind to give us a bit of time after the match last night. He's on the line right now. G'day, mate. How are you going? Hey, guys. How's it going? Thanks
3: for having me.
0: It's an absolute pleasure. Um, Before we talk about the game last night, what about the music? We're all all really sort of digging it in here. Is that the right word to say for (laughs) a 53-year-old white man (laughs) to
3: say that I really enjoyed it, brother? Uh, No, thank you. Yeah, it's just a bit of a... Hobby of mine, something I do on the sides, and I enjoy doing it. So yeah, it's good when people enjoy it. I guess so.
1: Yeah. Hey, Jermaine, I just want to know how are you keeping Reese Walsh's feet on the ground.
3: Yeah, no, nah, he's, he's been he's been unreal. He's playing some unreal footy for us. Um, you know, I think he just we all uh, make sure he has to do his job, and um, you know, he, he's got a pretty uh, good head on it on his shoulders. So um, he knows what he has to do each week, and yeah, just he's unreal talent, and it's good to have this year. So yeah. Speaking of talent, like for front rollers back in my day,
1: um, they were pretty hard edged. Um, they weren't that musically uh talented. What what was it for you that led you down that path?
3: Uh, oh I don't know, it's just something I've always um been drawn to, like growing up, um I guess in high school and that. Um, yeah, just something I I picked up and yeah, I just enjoy doing it on the side, so
2: yeah. Jermaine, it's Jude Bolton speaking. Obviously, last night, Jazz Tavango, there was a late shot on Lukey that you know he was sent to the sin bin. It really was quite costly because you know you dropped two tries after that piece. But what makes a team, I guess, adjust because you were able to have a terrific win versus the Tigers, even though you had one down uh, for a period last week.
3: Yeah, um, yeah, it was a tough one. You know, um, uh, when Jazz got sent off and left us with top players and. I think it's just how we respond from that, um, especially when points uh, come against us. You know, we're not responding well, and mm. we're just letting in more points. Um, so that's something we need to we need to work on, uh, especially when someone gets sent off. We just need to respond well.
1: Now, we look at the uh, also uh, the Indigenous uh, All Stars round, and then and that's been massive. But even last night, I got to call the game last night watching you boys play. What does that mean to you? Because you know you have parents on both sides.
3: Yeah, I'm obviously, you know, pretty proud to. I represent uh, both my cultures and, um, you know, Indigenous Round. you know, it's pretty special. Uh, You know, we get to showcase our Indigenous uh, culture, uh, all the, you know, the wonderful players that, um, Indigenous players that have played the game. And, um, yeah, it's just a massive week and, you know, enjoy going out there and representing your mob and your community. And, um, yeah, you feel real proud uh, to be Indigenous here. Jermaine, you're set for the buy
2: now. What, what does it look like for you guys now? You go back into the bubble. Just describe what you need to go through from here.
3: Uh, yeah, so we go back. Uh, I think we've got a few days off and uh, to recover and that. Um, we'll just look at, uh, you know, where we went wrong and what we need to work on. And uh, I guess we'll just, you know, go back to training and, uh, you know, get 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 better at what we need to work on. And, uh, you know, we've got a tough game against the Storm uh after the buy, so we'll need to prepare well for that. So I think that's what we'll be doing, yeah.
0: You are one of the one of the sides that does have a better record against the storm than most, but uh they are one hell of a juggernaut Penrith and the storm are just looking at class above. But it's so lovely to hear from you. Thank you for sharing a little bit of uh you know, your thoughts around Indigenous round in particular and your music with us. Um, we really appreciate your time on
1: the Dead Set Legends. And Jermaine, that was, uh, it's Rhino approved, mate. From one entertainer to another entertainer. Well done,
3: mate. (laughs) (laughs) Mate. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. Please don't put
0: yourself in the same, this bloke has got over a hundred thousand Spotify, you know, you, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Good on you, brother. Take care. Uh,
3: thanks, boys. Thank you. Of course, it's indigenous round
0: and we thought, uh, well, why not speak to Del right now about his top five indigenous players of all time and the ones you miss out on, the ones we think you might have yeah, gone with, we'll sure. quiz you on those. For Who's sure. your number five?
1: Well, mate, I think for me, um, you know, these players that I've loved watching over the years and obviously I've played against a few of them, but also I've got to know them as people too. So I think for me, uh, at number five, I came in as a young Bronco and this bloke, I don't think I would have made it without this bloke, but uh, Steve Renoff. Oh, yeah. yeah. just And it's not just what he did on the field. I was unbelievable. To go to 0-100, like he did. Um, I was at school, I think, in 1992, and that try scored against the Broncos. And then... Against
0: the Dragons in the grand final? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And
1: I think, you know, Ricky Walford's chasing another, you know, uh, talented indigenous player. But just when I got to the Broncos, the Pearl was one of those guys... Who sort of took me under his wing? He was in my roommate. He looked after me, and I'm just going. This is Steve Renoff, such a humble bloke. But it's funny. So he's so humble, and you weren't. How did he? Not did a great he just, mentor, did... if
0: you end up like. But,
1: but I think <laughs> I think everyone's I think everyone's different. I think you know you got to be yourself uh, in in that arena. You know, and that's why yeah. um, like Steve was so good for me, um, and just the way. Way that he played too, like he was a good defender, but I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves, you know. I um, mean, we talk about all these other great players like Inglis and all that, but Steve Renoff, I think he was a game changer. Yes, yeah, so Matty Johns used
0: to talk on the yeah. grill team about him being so good at Wigan. Yes, they play, you know, just give it to the pearl and he'd get yeah. it done.
1: Number four for you, number four for me, uh, was a guy called Cliffy Lyons. Oh, uh, oh, Cliffy yeah, Lyons, I was a Manly fan as a kid. Um, you know, one of those players. You know, you're watching and you're playing. His combination with uh, Steve Menzies too. Yeah, I love, I loved watching Steve Menzies play. You know, with him and then just he was a game changer because he played fast, played slow, and and just he was an ultimate competitor. And I also got to play against him in the in the Legends game, you know, recently. And he's still still playing. And for a he bloke, loves a dart too, doesn't he? He does, he does. <laughs> I think when you meet your heroes and you watch what he's done, and I sort of forgot that he, he actually started at the Magpies, I think. He started at the Magpies oh. and then went to Manly. I didn't know I that. I do remember was the Manly player. All I know it? is he was a Manly legend, but um, yeah, Cliffy for me. And just when you watch the old footage and stuff, and even, you know, he's still doing the same stuff, you, you knew. Okay, he's going to dummy, he's going to dummy. Go on, Cliffy's okay. going through. Yeah. Number three? Uh, number three for me is a guy called Greg Inglis. Oh, oh yeah, he went oh. Okay. Gee, he, he went okay. <laughs> uh, you know, storming over the top. of I remember of when paper. I was the, with, at the Wallabies watching. I was watching this young kid come through, and he, you know, he played fullback, playing five eight, and he was just doing unbelievable things. And just his athleticism for a guy who was like a hundred kilos plus, the way he moved. Um, you know, we, you talk about guys in the game that run. You know, like like a hundred meter runner, a two hundred meter runner. Mate, GI had that nice balance, you know, and he just he just didn't lose um, speed when he ran, and he was so strong. I, I was beside him when he fended off Jamie Soward. Um, in that Melbourne Storm Dragons game. I had to pick Jamie Seward out from the fifth row. Mate, Dust uh, him off, mate. You're right, mate. We'll get him next time, mate. But I didn't help. And he goes, yeah, thank you for helping me, Dell." I was like, oh, mate, if I come in, mate, he throws it. you've got to stay on your winger. That's exactly right. <laughs> number two. Uh, number two for me is a guy they call uh, Jonathan Thurston. Oh, um, yeah, JT. Okay. I, I probably didn't fully appreciate how good he was until I played against him. Like, like, looking at his size, um, he just didn't take a backward step. Wayne gave me a, a job one day. He said, mate, I want you to go at Thurston all day up there, at dairy farmers. I wanted him all day. He got into me a little bit like he got under Luke O'Donnell was beside him. But he's just so such a competitor. And not just that, even off the field, he drove standards. I think last night we had Michael Morgan on our show and um, he was on our sideline, sorry. And I said, what did JT bring to a to a team? And I probably didn't realise until I played in the All Stars to see he, how he was with the weight in and around the team. Set the but standards and- he set the standards, you know, a bit like Adam Goods and you were saying about hold it to that. Account. And yeah and JT for his size you know, he was so tough and he didn't mind like if you're gonna run at him, he's not gonna shy away from it. So I think JT and just his all round skill, you know, he wanted that moment. When you're a kid, you want that, you know, that drop goal or you want that sideline yeah. conversion. Yeah. He wanted that. And to play the way that he did in that origin, we were gone. I know you wanna talk about it. We okay, were gone. Okay, mate, number one, thank you. And just have it resented his people, so I love that. Thank oh, you. There's number only one. one. There's mate, when I came through, um, Artie Beetson. Yeah. As a sixteen year old met Artie Beatson, you know what it's like meeting like an icon of rugby league? not just an Indigenous icon, but, like, this is Arthur Beetson. Mm. And when he had time for you, um, I just loved everything about Arthur. And what I love more about Arthur is when I was in trouble too, When I, he helped me get back on track, him and Gene Miles. So I went and did those uh, the Indigenous communities up there, far north Queensland, out west, and he, he just under, I understood what it was like to do what he's done in the game. And he said, mate, you'll get another chance to prove yourself, but you've got to take the right road. But I just loved everything that Arthur Arthur did and, and Arthur stood for. So – um. They're my five top indigenous players.
2: It's a quality top five. like yep. People like Luttrell, Laurie Daly. Where, oh. where are we thinking around those oh, guys?
1: Luttrell, Luttrell in about five, six years. He's going to probably be in that conversation as well. I'm surprised Laurie Daly's not
0: there instead yeah. of maybe Cliffy.
1: Oh, Laurie, but mate, I've, I love playing against Laurie and playing with Laurie. Um, such a good player, but Cliffy was such a, a big, you know, I was a Manly fan, so I loved it. It's like you love the Roosters, you boys. Like, everything that Cliffy did, I loved. Um, another player in that I'd like to mention was uh, Matty Bowen. Matty from for me, he, 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 oh, gave, brilliant player. he was great. So there's so many Dal, more, Dal, you know. Dale Dal Shearer, Preston Campbell. Sam Thide. Yeah. Walford. Yeah. Corowa, Blacklock,
0: Mundine. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, we so, could go on Ferguson, about it all day. So
1: we'd all have probably different top fives, you know.
0: Okay, well, let's get the uh, top five of the people that count. Yes. The listeners of the Dead Set Legends. And we've got Brad from Canterbury on the line. G'day, Brad. How
1: are you?
0: Very well, G'day, big fella. Brad. What, what, what do you reckon? There's been so many wonderful Indigenous players. Who's your number one?
1: Mate, well, as a kid growing up in Redford, even though I was a South supporter, Larry Corral was my favourite. He yeah. oh, was a flash. Yeah. I, I, and he was a legend. Everywhere I go, I hear things about him. It was obviously a shortened career, but he could score a try and it was quick as. Did you not think ever... he, would have, yeah. he would have went up went well against yeah, you, Wendell. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> mate, a lot of people have always said that. So, you know, I, I've, I've got to meet him a couple of times. And for a player like me to meet the people that have gone before you, uh, absolute legend and very respectful. So, good on you, mate. What was his best attribute, yeah. you reckon? Ah, oh, speed, mate! Speed, yeah, yeah, yeah terrific, brilliant. He was just a... yeah. quick as that. Okay, speed, mate,
0: you know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know all about that, Brad. Let's talk to Cameron now in TY <laughs> g'day,
3: Cam. Yeah, how's it going, guys? Yeah, Who's good, else?
0: good. Thank you, mate. What's your number one Indigenous player of all time?
3: I don't want to sound cliched and do what everyone else does, but I'm from the Northern Beaches in T Y and I think Cliff Lyons had to be the best.
1: Yeah, yes. yeah, he's, he's no. entrenched in the
3: oh, so top
1: five. Oh, yes, he he's well and truly. Just,
3: yeah. yeah, he was just
0: knew what was going to happen next, and no one can ever get him. Yeah, no, he's fantastic. Thanks a lot, Cam. Let's go to Josh now in Cronulla. Good day, Josh.
1: How are you, boys? Good Very mates. well. Good, Who's Josh. your
0: number
3: one? Uh, David Peachy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you, we yeah. haven't
1: mentioned him yet. Yeah, it's good. I, I came through playing under Ailens against David Peachy. He played for the Corrie side. I played for the Murray side, and he was the difference between both sides. So. It was unfortunate that he man, he did pretty well, but he had a lot of players in, in front of him. But yeah, that Cornella, um uh, that, that Cornella squad, he was always their main man. I did some stuff with
0: the Contaf uh, Foundation yes. uh, about two months ago out in Orange yep. with Freddie Fitler. And Freddie and Luke Lewis and Bo Scott. Yep. We we're all there putting up bombs for these kids. The 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 indigenous kids were there that were having breakfast before school. These kids they were they were handling at the age of 12, 13, the yeah. biggest bombs that these boats could put up and they were swirling in the breeze yeah. and they were those ones that drop on you and those floating type yeah, yep, bombs. Yep. just read it. Indigenous kids were catching everything. Yeah, the white kids dropping everything. Uh-huh. It really was. It was just, but it just shows yeah. that natural talent. Yeah, and then they would they would catch it. Then they'd put a little step gi- yeah. a little step on and they're away and Freddie's looking. And we're all looking at each other going. Yeah. They're the next. They're the next yeah. lot of NRL. It's like that
1: young Bubba Kennedy. There's a lot of David Peachy in him, the way that he plays. Uh, young Kennedy.
0: Oh, what yeah. a player! And when you're talking legends, boys, we've talked to him before, but he is a legend of the Olympics, a legend of basketball, a legend of just <laughs> being one of the great blokes. We've got Andrew Gaze on the line, Gazey. <laughs> welcome to the Dead Set Legends once again. Uh, good morning, boys. Great to have a chat. Now, so much to talk about. Let's get the ball rolling with the NBA finals. What exactly yes. is happening at the moment, mate? And are my LA Lakers, my very own LA Lakers going to do the job back-to-back?
4: Well, it's uh, looking like that way. They they had some challenges just to um to make the playoffs because they've had to deal with a whole bunch of injuries throughout the course of the season, but um but they're looking pretty good right now. They had a um they had a big game yesterday against the Phoenix Suns, which they won. And uh, LeBron was back to his old tricks and and Anthony Davis back in his uh, close to his very best form. And I think if Davis and LeBron are playing at their best, then they're going to be tough to beat.
2: Gazi, it's Jude. I was just uh, interested, obviously, Ben Simmons, the 76ers. uh, They're trying to take a a commanding lead over the Washington Wizards, uh, aiming for 3-0 in this series as well.
4: Yeah, they are, and um, I think that they—they, they, I think they will. I think that uh, Washington was another one. They started the season horrifically bad, but they've been able to um, string some good runs—a uh, run towards the playoffs—together that uh, made them a little bit dangerous. But uh, Philadelphia, with uh, Ben Simmons and uh, Joel Embiid, they have been fantastic, and I think the Sixers—if you take uh, them and the Brooklyn Nets in the east they're the two teams that uh, we're expecting one of those to to be the champion in the East. And uh, either one of them could win the whole thing. So it's uh, an exciting time for Ben, who uh, obviously, as Australians, we we focus in on, on him. Um, so hopefully that they can uh, move on, and which I think they, they won't have too many more problems with Washington.
1: Well I'm coming closer to home, uh, the NBL. Uh, what about my Hawks? Uh, are
4: we a chance of winning it or not? <laughs> well, they played last night and they'd beaten the New Zealand Breakers and they did it really well. They've got um, uh, Brian Gorge in their head coach, who's a genius. And at this stage of the season, those little things that, uh, that bring to get together a team towards the, uh, the finals become critical, and, and he's the master at it. So I think they're, they're going to be in there with a chance. I don't think they'll win it, but I do think they'll make it. They've still got a bit of work to do just to make the, uh, the finals um, because uh, the Sydney Kings are still hanging around. And that last game of the season between the Kings and the Hawks, That could determine it, but but if they do get there, they're going to have to play Melbourne United, who I think are the unbackable favourites to win the whole thing, so it's going to be a tough assignment, but uh, full credit to them, they finished last, last year, and now they're back uh, in playoff contention, so it's been a really good turnaround for them.
2: Gazy, turning our eyes to the Olympics, obviously we've been working out whether it's on, it's off Mm. or or not, but uh, how are our Boomers and Opals going to look?
4: Well I really like the the boomers and the opals the uh, opals announced their team last week um, but the boomers boys I am uh, I, I'm going out somewhat out of a limb here i i'm I'm thinking metal and a lot of people not oh, just yeah. here, but right throughout the world are thinking metal but I'm actually taking it to the next level and i I'm sensing a real chance not just a fanciful chance a real chance for the gold medal wow. If, if we can get all our guys together, I really like the balance of the team. And of course, with Ben Simmons and, and Joe Ingles, Paddy Mills, uh, there's a lot to like about our prospects. So uh, it should be good time for the Boomers.
0: Oh, how exciting would that be? But it, when someone says something like that, you think surely America's going to win the gold and everyone's going for silver.
4: Well, you get, there's a lot of circumstances that, that um, bring me to the, to where I'm at. And that is that... If you look at the NBA Finals, they're likely to go up to just a, a couple of days before the Olympics starts. And I think when you're, you're in those types of circumstances, some of those players that have played long season, they don't always have the same passion and desire to pull on the, the national jersey, whereas our guys do. Mm. Our guys... They are desperate to, to win a medal. They've been together for a considerable amount of time. And for the Americans, who are awesome, but it's more of an all-star type arrangement for them, whereas for us, there is that genuine passion mm. to pull on the jersey. So I'm liking our chances, but oh, there's a lot, a lot of really good teams. Spain are going to be very tough a game and, and uh, France are always tough as well. So there's a lot, a lot of opposition, not just the Americans, but uh, we're looking pretty good.
0: Oh, Gazy, it's so good to hear your voice you and I hope you're absolutely right. Thanks again for joining us on the Dead Set Legends, brother. Get on your engines! I appreciate and it. And there you Gaze. go. There's Andrew Gazing. And last week, Jude, you came up with a new segment. Okay, so what is it all about for people that didn't listen last week? Well, it's
2: a chance to just uh, give some 360-degree feedback to each other at different stages. So, like something's just come across my desk. Would you believe again?
1: <laughs> oh, what's come across I, your I, desk? I,
2: well, today, um, as you're aware, we got. Uh, we might have spoken about this a couple of weeks ago, Gus. Rolled us in for a a, a commercial that he's doing. We'd oh, just, that's right. Yeah,
0: for Optiman, Yeah, With yeah, Chemist Warehouse. For Gotcha. It's life. just come out. If you haven't seen it. Yeah. So uh, obviously,
2: <laughs> Dell and I get the call, and and Dell doesn't do anything for free. Like he's just like not normally. Not normally. Yes, so I do. <laughs> he does stuff
0: for Gotcha for life for free. Yes. So. Thank you.
2: Del, we get we get asked to go over to Manly, and it's that's a long way from Wollongong for you. It like is you're just over the northern so beaches, two and a half hours
0: from Wollongong. Mate, I, I did put him up at the Manly Pacific the night before. Well, that's I can't remember.
2: Anyway, so we
0: get over there,
2: and now this is this massive production. It's like movie cinema. you It know, really was things like that. My my daughter counted
0: thirty two people at our house.
2: Okay, that's a lot of people. So first and foremost, I want to have an intervention because your dog featured on that particular commercial. Yeah, Winnie got featured and Winnie 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 (laughs) Winnie looked at you and you had to walk Winnie along and the dog looked at you as if... You'd never been walked before. Like, and what are you actually, what, you, that is a lead. What are you <laughs> What are you picking that up for? Like, you did, didn't even realize. So not only then, so you've ra- you've got us in there, Dell and I as renter crowd. Yes. And your family. We're if, extras. I want to intervene the fact that you had your daughter there, Ella. Yeah. Wonderful girl. Yeah, she's, she's a She's so ripper. vibrant. Nice and she was a part of the day. She's the whole, had to sit around and watch you do <laughs> from, all your bits. From 6 And AM. then you
0: cut her. From the ad. (laughs) She's on the director's cutting room floor. It came through the other day because someone said, oh, I saw the ad. We went, oh, we'll find it somewhere. And and someone found it. And Ella's looking for her bit. Of course, everyone's looking for their little bit. The dog features heavily. Yes. Very cute um, golden retriever. Of course, I'm in it a lot. You guys are in it. Just. (laughs) Just. (laughs) You get a couple of seconds, you two clowns. And then there's a couch scene where it goes from one daughter to my wife looking at me, my son, and then where my next daughter, it just cuts. Oh. It cuts back to the dog, and then it cuts to the Optiman shot, and Ella is blowing up the luck. She's given up a shift at work, two shifts at work, a day at TAFE. Oh, mate, if you want cheap friends, go get Hugh Jackman or something. <laughs> <laughs> now, at the start of the season, we sat down, didn't we, Jude, and oh, we went, oh, Del, we'd love to know what your predictions I'd, are. For pick the-, the brains. Pick the uh, the brains trust of this straight, man. Speak to player. Three-time premiership player just shows that you can be good at the game and not necessarily have a clue about actually what it's all about because we're about to
1: play you. I picked the premiership winners last year.
0: Mate, last year's last year, mate. We're talking about this year. Let's have a listen to you predicting your top 8 Okie dokie, So you've got the Broncos in eighth, you've got the Titans in seventh, you've got Mm -hmm. Parramatta, then you've got Penrith, Mm -hmm. and then you've got the Roosters. So who's coming third? I've got the Storm. What about second? Uh, so I've got the Raiders. So it's you obviously have the Rabbitohs as number one. They're going to win the minor premiership.
1: Yes, I, I, think, I think they're going to win the pre- uh, minor premiership and they're going to win the premiership. And give us your wooden spoon. Yep, I think it's between the, the dogs and the dragons, and I'm going to say the dogs. Aki dokey you, so you go. got the
0: dogs right, yeah. but you had dragons, <laughs> dogs, and the dragons are doing a lot better than that. Yeah. What's, what was really quickly shimmied over there, Jude, was Penrith in sixth
1: Penrith and at
0: 6th. South oh. Sydney to win the minor premiership. And I think, who was second? Well,
2: I think he had Canberra. Didn't he had oh, dear. So,
0: so just, um, oh, dear. So just, let's get back on Penrith, because I think
2: in in your words previously was that they're going to probably set for a little bit of a slide, like <laughs> just a bit of a dip, uh, you know, maybe oh, yeah. just a bit of a fall in film, well, but they've run out of the box. Yeah.
1: You
3: know. <laughs> I know, I know. I just are 10-0, like, mate,
1: and they're about to be 11-0. I know. I just saw it after last year at some stage. They might come back to the field a little bit. They I'll lost a couple of players. Yeah. Obviously, I'm wrong, but the origin hasn't come around yet. They'll have five players in origin, so let's see how they go after the origin. I know they're off to a good sale at the moment. And okay. the curse that you put on the Canberra Raiders. Oh, oh, not, mate, you, <laughs> that's not my fault. What do you mean it's not your fault? Raiders, they needed to do better, and it's not my fault It's just that Ricky unrambled. can't keep his squad together. <laughs> it's not my fault. I, hey, I'm, I'm off. I'm, uh, off. I'm uh, off. You guys. Uh, <laughs> no, he's taking uh, his headphones uh, off, everyone. No, some, of the,
2: some of the shocks, though, have you, yeah. like you've been impressed by the Cowboys or not, like in them this year.
1: Yeah. Um, to start with, um, I just when they were zero and four on that, I just thought, well, Toddy Payton's got his work cut out. But the way that they've um, uh, composed themselves it. and Valentine home, so what Toddy Payton was doing there was was right. Um, good win last night for them. Um, yeah, I, I, but I'm surprised. Um, uh, mate, I actually, the so storm has surprised me. Just I know Cam Smith is such a big part of what they did. We knew that they were going to be. They in haven't the top missed a the beat. They haven't. If 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 anything, they got better. They've gotten better. Mate, they've had they've won. You're um, saying the Camer Smiths was holding the storm oh, back. Oh, here we go. You both. <laughs> they won the two, two games. games. They've the won games. Yeah, and they went. They've won seven games by more than forty points. That's yeah. unbelievable. Even with some of their best players out, like Munster, Papenhouse has missed about four games. I oh, know they're absolutely yeah. brilliant that club. And down South, there. well, well, you know what? You never know because Wayne Bennett's there. South could do something very special back in the season. Well, no team's ever won the comp after conceding fifty, and they've done it twice in three yeah. weeks.
0: Yep. So we'll see what happens. Aki dokey Now you've asked for the last thirty seconds of the show, Jude. This is over to you now. Oh
2: well, we always just you know tune in with. Uh, uh, fascination to the the commentary team, and uh, I know that Dell, you're not great at geography, but we caught this from
1: the commentary the other night. We're probably not going to Melbourne now for origin, okay? We yeah. know that. Let's take state of origin to Townsville. I think North Queensland people deserve it. Sure, we could go to Canberra, but that's in New South Wales. Let's go up there to North Queensland to Townsville. How good would that be?
0: Gus, where is Canberra? I think it's in the Australian Capital Territory. So it's its, its yeah, own
1: territory. It's, Not in New South Wales, no. It's It's in New South Wales, boys. This is in your <laughs> rotten state, even though it's the ACT. Come on, boys. Your
0: rotten state, did you <laughs> just say? Yes. You live here yourself, mate.
1: because yeah, I, I make money down here. That's why I like living here. Oh,
0: oh. I'd love you to go back wherever you've no, come people from. people don't want me to go back. They love me. People don't want you where you grew up. That's the thing. <laughs> Okay, and that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to hear us live, you can catch us every Saturday morning on 104.9 Triple M. We'll be back next week, of course, and thanks for listening to us on the Listener app.